was about to fucking start rapping. You should do like, it now. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? We are coming to you live and direct from Area 51 in Roswell. Is it New Mexico? Yeah. Oh, uh, Roswell, New Mexico. <laughs> Actually, if you're watching the TV show on the WB, it was down here, down the street. Oh, right down here. the street, yeah, it was. West Covina, yeah. No, right by the Boogie, Boogie Nights house. That's up there too. In that oh, area. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I think it's still up for sale. Crazy, dude. We should go over there. Right yeah, we, should we, should. Do, we should do an episode over there. <laughs> <laughs> Break in the backyard. Uh, what's up, guys? We've got another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast coming to you live and direct. On Cinco de Mayo. On Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. The most American holiday of the year. <laughs> you see all those memes where it's like, it's like, like white people on Cinco like so, de Mayo. It's, so fr- it's like so funny, dude. Like people are so, it's either like, people are like, yeah, I just feel like a lot of people are upset this year. Like everybody's so yeah, woke, they get over at, the top woke. Get mad at everything. So, come on, people, relax, dude. Is it the same thing with St. Patrick's? <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. Nah, because I think like Irish people are like, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I want to get drugs. Uh, uh, Secret so of Mayo is so, a little. So you're saying the, the Mexicans are sensitive, huh? Nah, because it's not even Mexicans that get mad. Most Mexicans are like, I don't care, dude. Not this year, man. Really? Yeah, I saw a lot, like a lot of stuff, like on Instagram and stuff. I didn't see. I, I know nobody. I knew. I know. I know a lot of people are like making fun of people. Like, relax, bro. Like, yeah. It's not that serious, but I didn't know. I don't know anybody personally that was like, it's offensive. I, I see memes. I think uh, was it Wendy Williams came out like in a sombrero. Oh my god! What are you talking about right now? <laughs> that's the worst. I think that's why people get mad. <laughs> As a matter of fact, today I was at work. I saw they had like an inflatable like donkey. It was like what? an inflatable donkey, and it said Feliz Cinco de Mayo, and had a sombrero on the donkey. I was gonna take a picture, and I was like, "Is this offensive?" I was like, "I can't tell. I don't know." <laughs> like whatever, man. I it, the the rule is if you can't, if you don't know, then just post yeah. it. <laughs> just post it in the just address. Post, yeah. <laughs> and where they work. Oh, shit. Uh, but, yeah, we got a, a, a live episode for you guys. Uh, for the most part, these last, these next couple of ones. Is that an earthquake? Yo, know. was that an earthquake? I don't know. I think so. Oh, oh I don't God. know if that was an earthquake or just, like, got excited and, like, people were running on the ground. That's just my heart. Either way. <laughs> either way uh, people yeah. running on the ground. That'd be fucking even worse, dude. There's it still like feels no... like it's a little shaky. That's crazy. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> I don't know if that was earthquake. I'm gonna sound like a fucking idiot. We paused for a quick second though. It felt like what? Uh, you just had to Google back earthquake and go to Maya. I'll just say nothing. We'll get the update. Uh, he's already drunk. <laughs> you found these Topo Chicos, man. I gotta. I know. Uh, we gotta see. We gotta see what they taste like. It's good. I wanted to put like like a mariachi song on the on the soundboard, but uh-huh. then I was like, that might be offensive. But then I was like, well, I'm fucking Cinco Mexican. Mile. Yeah. What are you I'm talking like, about? Why would it be offensive? <laughs> I'm like so like it's like even me being Mexican, I'm just like ah, I don't want to offend any other Mexicans. Nah, dog, it's uh, for the Battle of Puebla, my boy. <laughs> but no, uh, that's fake news. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways. They, uh, they named those green chilies off for that battle, the, the Pueblo chilies. Really? No, I don't know. Although, I was like, oh, you could have told me, dude. I don't even care, dude. Uh, but yeah, we got, these next couple episodes are probably going to be uh, live and direct just because it's easier. And your boys are on the other side of that vaccination. If Hell you yeah, dude. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it's going to be face to face as always when we do these podcasts. It's a lot easier. The mood is a lot more. I, we got it's a lot eye. easier. It's a lot easier to get into it. We got the eye like. contact going. Yeah, he know the vibes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 got, we got a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I just like, looked away. I just like. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about uh, on the last trip we did. We did. We put out the last podcast uh, where we recorded in San Diego. It felt like. Uh, 
it was just a weird podcast. It was a mess, dude. I had I like I, like it was like an hour and ten minutes, and I, I we released like a half hour version of it. Because, Why? Because of the microphone? It was like it, well, yeah, because like we were in the hotel room, mm-hmm. and then like I think Ralph was was holding the microphone, but yeah. like the cable was moving around. Yeah, and then you were chewing on ice for half the podcast. Oh, I was. You yeah. already know the vibes. It was just like all fucked up. We were all drunk. Yeah, it happens. Uh, we'll talk about that trip. Uh, I think we'll just like talk about the breweries that we went to, which ones that we were surprised by, if that makes any sense. Uh, Ruben's got some like news stuff to talk about. Yeah, just a couple movie news. Uh, we got to, I got some uh, real life experiences to talk about. Oh man, you know the vibes. And uh, yeah, I, and then we'll usually talk about a movie. I think we have one movie that we saw this week. The same. Since it's uh, Cinco de Mayo, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Topo Chico. Uh, Ruben found these Topo Chico hard seltzers. I've been wanting to try them so bad. I'm a huge fan of Topo Chico or just any sparkling side or any kind of side, uh, sparkling seltzer. Yeah. Uh, Perrier shout out glass bottle, not plastic. I only fuck with the glass. Oh, high pollutant. <laughs> uh, sure. Whatever you want to say, <laughs> but I think it tastes better in the glass you than it does like the plastic. You like the BPA, huh? I don't, I, 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 you know, you get those plastic particles. The micro, the microplastics? Yeah. I don't fuck with it, Doug. Yeah, but, um, you, but what about the micro glass, dude? That's probably It's better worse. for the environment. Okay. You can't recycle <laughs> plastic, my boy. That's hey, a myth. Man. That's a myth they told fake you. Fake news? That's fake news. That's real fake news. What? Plastic? It's yeah. recyclable? Nah, you, it, it doesn't. Every time you recycle it, it gets uh, more and more brittle. You get a soda bottle, you melt it down, and it turns to wax, and you, you put a wick in it, and it turns to a candle. Oh, my God. It smells really bad, but... <laughs> Don't do that, guys. That's bad for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to try this Topo Chico hard seltzer. I've been wanting it for a while, and Ruben stumbled upon it today. It smells good. It smells like a... This is strawberry guava. It smells like Shasta, the kiwi. It's good. It, yeah, it is actually tastes like that. It tastes a little bit like a little bit of like a floral taste. Too. Oh, my God. It's good, right? Good, man. That's it's like good. One of the no best alcohol. Houses. No alcohol. For, yeah, you don't taste it. Nothing. It doesn't even taste it like ta- alcohol. It tastes like a, like a LaCroix. Not even a, like like a better version of like it a just tastes like a fruit seltzer. Yeah, it just tastes like a, a, a seltzer. That's weird. Usually there's like a alcohol taste at the end, you know, yeah. like a finish. Yeah, kind of like a like a four loco issue, like malty. Yeah, like a mal- nothing, alcohol. man. This is good. It's only 4.7%, uh, percent, but... I'm I'm drinking this crazy beer. It's uh it's called Melon Slushy Slushy XXL Melon Brains. Oh, that's at that one place, right? Yeah, it's it's like a big barn in Texas that brews like <laughs> these crazy beers. They're all like fruits, fruit slushies though. Yeah, dude. So this one it's like a smoothie style Berliner Weiss, but it has watermelon, pink guava, honeydew melon, prickly pear, watermelon candy floss, and melon brains turpness. I guess it's like a, a weed brand or something, or like a Turpi- weed. A turpine? Terpness, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> that's terpings, like in, yeah, terpings. Uh, in bud. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. I guess like it has like the flavor of weed in there. That's, I mean, the dankness. That's like yeah. the dankness, the hops. It's that's pretty the good, man. I like yeah. it. It's a lot of shit in there, but it's pretty good. All right. Usually, like all their beers, like the four fifty. It's called four fifty North Brewing. Really, really good. What's that other one? Oh, this is. I had this one already. Everybody drank it. It's a Drecker. It's uh, these are all from back east, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, honey cream double IPA. Ugh. That was good, dude. Was it? Yeah, I liked it a lot because it's like an IPA, but like it, it was a like, kind of smooth, like the lactose in it. But I had like a really good honey taste. Okay, uh, I crushed before we got on a Ninki Nanka porter from Ogopogo. Ogopogo. My last one. I don't know if they have any more canned, but I need some more. It's they're, just they're... it's just a super poundable porter. It's only like five percent. Oh, okay. Their yeah. stouts are always good. Uh, their stouts are really good. Yeah. I like this porter though because it's like has the taste of a porter, but you can crush it. Like, 
it's not like some porters where you you do you feel like you drink like really you eat like, like a dessert after. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, uh-huh. I know that porters are a little on the mellower end, and stouts are a little bit more on the, the richer cur- end. Yeah, but yeah, I don't like talking about beers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! All right. Uh, so, what do we got on the docket today? Um, what can we talk about? I got, you, I got, got news. I got the news, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just two movies that, that are coming out. I guess because you know now COVID's like kind of calming down a little bit now. Like Hollywood's like opening back up. Yeah. Well, um, except for the ArcLight. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. They still haven't no news, huh? No, nah, there is news. I saw. I was gonna send you guys a video yesterday. PBS does like a, PBS does local news. Mm-hmm. They have like uh, different writers from different newspapers, and they do like these like three minute videos, for like news of the day kind of thing. And they were talking about how the ArcLight, uh, that guy, the one of the places where the ArcLight theater is, because you know how it's specific theaters. One of those theaters, I think it one the one in Santa Monica. Yeah. Where what? that's at, I don't know if it's the Galleria or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to raise the price on the rent. Or yeah, the rent. Oh, on, okay. on that, and so people are like, "Shit, who's gonna pay it?" But it's like chump change. I think it's only like a couple mil for these guys to reopen it or whatever. But what do you mean a couple mil for what? Like the year? Uh, I, and how much it's gonna go up? Oh, yearly. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so some of these guys, that guy doesn't want to pay it. Oh, the guy who owns that yeah, arc yeah, light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dollar raise a dollar. Uh. Popcorn a dollar and we're good to go. I don't know how that's going to work. All I know is that Alamo announced they are officially opening. Yeah. And I'm excited for the, that. The that's the also announced that they're going to be opening. The Alamo is the one that I've been waiting for. Like, yeah. that's like where I feel like it'll be really like clean, yeah. you know, comfortable and like I in feel safest. In that same video, they talk about the Alamo a little bit. And they're like, how did they, how do they differ from opening from, how can they open? It's like, well, they have different investors, obviously. Well, didn't they, they claim chapter 11? And yeah. then there was yeah. like a weird but thing that they did, right? Somebody found them and like is funding them. There's like, oh, a, okay. you know, so. I don't know if they got bought out or the you know they just. It's probably like a back end deal where like okay we'll file this now and then yeah. in, tw- in ten years from now and then we'll we'll buy it back from you or whatever Correct. You know, something and like, like a that certain yeah. price or some shit like that. But yeah, so yeah, they're just they, it just didn't sound good for the ArcLight at all. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. Yeah. It's 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 like it's like it's a bummer, but in it's like uh it's like a what do you call it a. Uh, a laughing stock of riches because it's like yeah we complain about that but like i just listed like four of their repertory theaters that are going to be open <laughs> yeah in exactly. LA. Yeah, you know, yeah the lamleys are open already uh I'll, I'll be talking about that later the lamleys are open and alamo's opening up the new bev's opening up um i think the vista is opening up oh, and really? as, a, as a matter of fact they just announced that goldberger's moving to the front of the vista there used to be a cafe right next to the vista uh-huh. and they goldberger this place i go to they make smash burgers oh okay in uh highland park they're opening another like a, a another store oh, at, as cool. the storefront of the vista that's happening a lot dude i know the 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 lamleys in claremont that that orangutan coffee shop they they opened up you know they're they're inside that theater now not anymore. Yeah, it's still there. Oh, it's still there. I yeah. just went, dude. No, it's still there. They have. They said they have a, a storefront inside the theater. Nah, they were just selling popcorn when I went. Really? Yeah, but I mean, I went at seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, maybe. People but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I uh-huh. I just know that maybe they have it open. You know, because I the think day? they're only open till they only their first showing is like at four. Oh, okay. So maybe they're open before then. You, you know went I mean? to the one in Claremont, you said. Yeah. Uh huh. How was it? I'll talk about that later, my oh, boy. Okay. But uh. Yeah, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, it's like a, a embarrassment of riches. It's like, yeah, we have all these repertory theaters that are gonna open up. So it's like, I I am bummed. 
I mean, the ArcLight is that's huge. That's I love the ArcLight. I, I just want the Hollywood one to be open. That's like the only one I, I really, really care about. Yeah, because you know the ArcLight is like a, it is like a cathedral for cinema. It's like specifically for people who enjoys enjoy watching movies. Like go there. They have like a person that comes out, talks to you, tells you to turn off your phone. There's like wa- they're like watching to make sure nobody's on their fucking phone. They'll mm. kick you out. And like the Alamo is more of uh, I feel like it's more of a dine and 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 like it's it's a little bit it's way more ni- like niche. The Alamo. A little bit more expensive, too. And it's a little bit more expensive. So it's like, it's either two things at the Alamo. Either you're going for like a super niche, like uh, like uh, Q&A or slash like screening. Mm-hmm. Of or like, even podcasts now. Or a podcast. Yeah. Or you're going because you want to have like the whole experience of like eating while you watch a movie. Like having dinner and watching a movie. I've never really been a fan of that format. Yeah. Like eating, like, like dine-in. But then like Alamo is the only one that I really like. But I don't like the AMC ones. I don't know uh, why. I've never had food from AMC. Yeah, I, I, just, I refuse to like buy that food. It's already so expensive. I'm just yeah. like, I don't. It's I, like I it's all frozen food. I don't know. Like it's just I just don't like people eating around me. Yeah. I think it is, but I don't know. Like Alamo is like the only one that I felt like okay, this is cool. And you kind of know what you're getting into before you go there. I yeah, like. and everybody is very respectful there compared to AMC and all those other Edwards and stuff. Yeah. I just feel like like ArcLight and then like all these other theaters like the Alamo and and the Lamleys, it's just like the type of people that go there, yeah. Like really care about the movies and stuff. And yeah, they're most like, people that go to Lamleys are members. Yeah, and then like if I mean I get AMC like you just drop your kids off there. Yeah. Or you you guys are teenagers and you want to go watch a movie, you know? And it's like they don't give a shit about anything, you know? They're just like there to have a good time. Yeah. So it's like it's a, uh, it's a kind of it, it's it sucks, but. Uh, there's like enough uh, theaters that are gonna open that can like satisfy your craving. I guess is how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm excited for Visa. That's that's a good one. What? The Visa Theater? Where's the Visa Theater? It's interesting that one's opening up. The Vista. I thought you said Visa. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? The Vista. No, theater. I said Vista. Oh, okay. I. <laughs> they <laughs> said Vista. the Visa, like Mastercard. Oh no no no! And I was like Visa. What are you talking like? Is this like a like 40x like fucking Regal <laughs> Live? Like is this a new theater? I don't know. It's about. like sponsored by Visa. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, what are you talking about? That might happen, dude. One day I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the Visa is gonna open back up, and then I know that I I don't know if the Frida is gonna open up in Santa Ana, but that's like another repertory theater. Yeah, it's very like, small. Yeah, you know what I mean. One screen. So the Vista is only one screen too, but they do show cool movies there, and so yeah, it's like I don't know. There's like. So many fucking theaters in LA, but yeah, I mean, they're saying by next week we're gonna be, we might be at a fifty percent. Yeah, I think the next today, tier starting today. The, oh, the, okay. We got to the next tier, but uh, yeah, today it's like everything jumped up to fifty percent, and then now like bars. Oh, bars are open. Bars that don't have that don't serve food could open up now. That's another thing we'll talk about when we went to San Diego. We don't you know, have oh, to yeah. buy food anymore. Yeah, that was cool. Um, All right, so the news. Let me, the let news. me get it's just two movies I want to talk about. So Gareth Edwards, I fucking love that guy. He's awesome. He's making a movie, and they just signed on uh, John David Washington. Oh, hell yeah. And it's like a sci-fi fucking action movie. Like It's called True Love. Okay. So I do, I'm, I'm excited for that because Gareth Edwards. Have you seen his show on uh, AMC? No, nah, the... the the L- Gangs Gangsters. of London? Gangs of London, yeah. Dude, that's so awesome. It's like, re- dude, I really, really recommend it to you. Like It's really good. Uh, I damn! I always forget he directed Rogue One. Um, oh, yeah. I, I hate his Godzilla, but like, uh, dude, the I, raids were like amazing. He didn't make the raids. Yeah, he did. Nah, Doug. Yeah, 
You're tripping, bro. He didn't make the rates. Who, wait, who am I thinking of then? Garrett Evans. Oh, wait. So what the fuck did Garrett Edwards make? <laughs> Monsters. I don't know if you ever saw Monsters about the oh, okay. Scoot McNary's. And, oh, okay. uh, the one that he made it in his bedroom, and then he got, the, he got to make the Godzilla because he made the special effects for Monsters in his bedroom and it was like it's so gnarly it's about the photographer who goes to find his daughter in, in mexico yeah and there's like a it's like overrun with like monsters and yeah, then he did it all in his yeah. bedroom and then so he was able to make uh godzilla but damn he made road one that's my favorite star wars movie okay yeah this like is not as exciting for me now. <laughs> but i owe a lot to that man because uh scoot mcnary is in uh, monster scoot i love you and then the other one is there's a movie coming out called time cut why does and it sound so familiar it's from the guys that made uh happy death day and freaky Oh boy! So, <laughs> it's supposed to be like back never to seen th- any of those movies. You haven't seen Happy Death Day? Nope. Oh, those are awesome, man! Never seen them. Those are fun. They're really good movies. They're really entertaining. And <laughs> I'll be your teacher's at. Do it and let me know. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like Back to the Future meets Scream. Like yeah. other movies, it's all time travel gimmicks. <laughs> Freaky Friday. Well, yeah, but that's they like, took the premise uh, of their first movie and their second movie, and now uh, they're making a third movie that's basically body swapping. <laughs> well, the, yeah, that's what that's what he does really well, though. Like, so the first movie is like Groundhog's Day, like Happy Death Day. Yeah, and um, it's it was it's really fun. It's like really bloody. It's like really really good, and like the sequel is really good too. <laughs> and uh, and then he made Freaky, which is like Freaky Friday, the body swap. Correct. You know, like the teenager swaps bodies with the serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it works though, dude. It's it's good. And uh, so this is yeah, time, it's gonna be Back to the Future and Scream. So like, I'm sure someone's gonna die, and they're gonna have to like find a time machine and then go back and like you know. So it should be fun. Not excited. Fun movies, dude. Nope, I'm, I'm a no go for both. Oh man, <laughs> I had movie news. What did I hear about movie news? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I know that Dune's coming out, and that's all I'm excited for. Gang shit, homie. Oh, there's good good releases coming out these so, next two weeks. So Dune is that. only the first the first uh, half of the book, right? Yeah, it's only so, gonna be the first half. So, are they making a second? Are they yeah, gonna... they already made it. They they already filmed it. Oh, they already filmed it. Yeah, yeah, they're just releasing it in two because yeah, it would be a lot to release in one. Okay, so then they re- it's already gonna be for sure. Both yeah, yeah, yeah. and I kind of have an idea where they would end it because it would make sense where they end it, but I don't know if they're gonna do it like that. But we'll see. Cool. Uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um. Damn, I did have some movie news. What did I? What was I thinking of? But uh, yeah, get to the when you're we talking about the movie theater. You're the the Lamleys. Oh yeah, I just I popped my cherry. I fucking I've been in the movie theaters twice, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to AMC to see Together Together, and then I also went to the Lamley to see Street Gang. You already know, my boy. So you've been three times. Nah, why? Where else did I go? You saw In the Earth with me. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that was, like, officially, but, like, you know, I was, like, being mad hesitant. Yeah. And, nah, your boy's now out here, back. dog. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm already going to the movies again tomorrow, dog. Are you? What are you going to watch? Uh, What, uh, the Wrath of whatever, the new Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know the I know tomorrow is the Clipper Laker game, but I can't watch it. I'm too nervous to watch it. Yeah. So like, I'm just gonna go watch that movie at seven, and then like when I get out, I'll either catch the end of the game or just rewatch the whole game. But yeah, I'm gonna go see it. Wrath of Man, I think it's called. Yeah, that yeah, looks good. That one. That one. Uh, it's um, Jason Stratham, right? Yes. Hey, and Post Malone. That's what they're like advertising. Isn't he only like in one scene or something? I have no idea. I don't care. 
<laughs> I like the gentleman, the last movie that came out. It's not, say, it's, play not his, circles. it's not it's not his great it's not his greatest movie, but I felt like it was a return back to his movies because you know before that he had made Aladdin. I never saw it. Well, excuse me. The live action one with yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. And then what did he make before that? He made something else that wasn't that great. But I thought the the gentleman was pretty fucking good. It's pretty fun. Yeah. This and this go, one looks cool. Let's go watch Spiral together. That's it. Yeah, next week. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I've already got yeah, plans. Yeah, already, let's go, dude. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm try- I'm waiting for yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for another movie to come out, but I don't know if it's gonna be in theaters and I don't wanna like drive. Oh, you know what? The they uh next week is gonna they're gonna uh bring out Army of the Dead before it hits Netflix. Oh yeah, gonna- I saw that. That's like the a big win for for Netflix. They're gonna put it out a month before in the theater. You want to go to that too? Nah, not really. I don't really. <laughs> I get that excited to go see that movie. All right, anybody that's something. been vaccinated, if you guys want to go, hit me up. Yeah, hit him up in the in the DMs. The He'll DMs. go with you. And that's not something I want to go see, but I do want to see Spiral. Yeah, that looks good. I do want to see it. Um, but yeah, I went to the, the movie theaters. It was like very intense. Two different types of movies, like going experiences. Like I went to the Lamley, and like I said, I went like at four o'clock or it was either four or seven. I want to say it was seven because that would make no sense. But it was on my day off, so it could have been at four. But either way, I went. They were like super happy to see see people. I felt like because everybody was like saying hi, like "Oh, welcome <laughs> back," and I was like, "Oh, this is." You sick. open the door, like, "Hey, welcome." I haven't had that popcorn in so long, and I fucking love that popcorn. You know, oh, from over there. Yeah, they put the butter in it. You know. Oh, and boy. then they have the seasonings, huh? I don't use the seasonings, but I just like that they, they put the, the real butter. They put that real butter on that popcorn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I was in love. I was like, I tore through that popcorn. And then I saw a really good movie. I was like really happy I saw that movie. Um, I went to see Street Gang there. Uh, Street Gang is the, uh, I guess it's an HBO Films documentary that's going to be coming out about uh, uh, Sesame Street. Oh, okay. And so like right now, I know they have a special on uh, ABC that's on Hulu. And it's like the history of Sesame Street. But this is a, a HBO Films documentary that's like really good. People have been talking about this documentary for a while. And so I've been wanting to see it and they were playing it. And so, yeah, I was like really blown away by it. It's like a really good documentary. It goes into the history of like how it was a government funded TV show and like okay. why it was funded. The 70s or 60s? Starts all the way from the beginning, 60s. 60s, yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, they're, it's like the first show of its kind. After it made it, like it skyrocketed and goes to the history of now kind of. And uh, yeah, it's good. It was like really good. It's like a lot of stuff I don't know. And it's a lot of behind the scenes footage. Oh, So that's you see cool. all the Muppeteers oh, and okay. like all these fools like Frank Oz, Jim Henson doing all this shit like fucking around and you just see how much work went into a show like that you know what I mean yeah it's a it's a pretty indelible movie and it's pretty wild like they go they like they do there's like a whole like a huge buildup like 30 minutes you get into the history like all this like negotiating from higher-ups to like make this and it's like a woman it was it's like uh one of the first like tv executives who was a woman mm-hmm. like created uh, sesame street and like how they made it you know they like had all these like focus groups all yada 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 to make it but it's wild they like do the first show and they show that intro and it plays can you tell me how to get oh, it's like cool. that song is like so stuck in your head because it's like such a part of like just the like United States culture, yeah, like. our childhood. <laughs> yeah, so it's like just so ingrained. Like when it started playing, it's like I'm singing it in my head. It's so wild to and me. That. Now it's part of my adulthood because like my my kid watches That's it. That's wild, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's crazy. It's crazy. So uh, I recommend that. Highly recommend that movie. And that experience was great. And then I went into AMC and I was like, "What am I doing here? <laughs> I made a mistake." Uh, I went to go see Together Together the AMC. Oh, uh, how was that? Uh, we'll get into it after, I guess. So I honestly, I honestly thought it was gonna be way less crowded because it's like a little indie movie. Yeah, you know what I mean, that shit was packed. 
It was? It was like really packed. I want to say there was at least 20 people in the theater. Uh, All spread out, but it felt like there was people in the theater. Yeah. And so I was a it little probably, like. It probably makes it look like more too, huh? Because now everybody's spread out. So it's Yeah. Like, and then the thing is like, you know, AMC's not like Lamley where they're showing like four movies. They mm-hmm. only have like five theaters, you know, at the Lamley. It's like, nah, it's like a, I went to the one in Glendora and I think that's 12 theaters. Yeah, and you said that one gets packed a lot. Huh? Yeah, and it was like crowded, so like I couldn't even buy popcorn because I don't want to stay in line with all these yeah. people. It was like, yeah, man. So it was just kind of like I sat down, watched the movie. The movie dies halfway through, like the the everything. The whole theater just goes black. <laughs> Shut it's up, like, dude. Oh my god! Don't tell me I'm gonna have to walk out. They're gonna give us vouchers because they can't restart the movie. It's yeah. like, these are digital prints. Like this isn't a print. This is digital. This is a digital file of a movie that they're screening. They just you know? like see the it's fast DCP. Forwarding. It's like yeah. So it's like come on, like. Yeah, but they, it went back on. Uh, took like five minutes. It didn't take that long, but uh, yeah, it was just it was just a weird experience. It was a totally different experience. Yeah, it was a little. I was a little hesitant. So like, I'm a little scared to go tomorrow because I know that the Wrath of Man is like a bigger movie. Yeah, and this is like I feel like more people are vaccinated now. So like, yeah, I do feel like it's gonna be a little. It's gonna be more. They're playing it like at all the IMAX theaters everywhere. So if they're pushing it as an IMAX movie, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see, but. Basically, uh, yeah, it was a totally different experience. It was night. It was night and day. Like went to went to Claremont, and it was like, oh yeah, this is cool. Like mom and pop. Like everybody's happy to see me. They're telling you hi, welcome back to <laughs> went to MC, and I was like, oh yeah. I forgot. They this got is that just... real butter going into artificial butter. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even get popcorn, but oh, it's just right, like yeah. it's just like man, like it's just crazy. It's just two different experiences, and you can see, not knocking it, you know what I mean? Because I'm happy to go back. It's just wild too. And then Ralph was making fun of me because I told him I went. To he's like, "You're a bitch, bro. Like you're such a hypocrite. Like you're over <laughs> here saying, oh, you're not gonna go.'" And I was like, "You right? You right? <laughs> I wasn't." And uh, yeah, I just kind of I feel like. I've been hearing a lot of like, there's that whole like anxiousness for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people are like, I got vaccinated. Uh, let, there's those memes going around like, I got vaccinated. Let's hang out. And it's like, uh, no. <laughs> like, you know, people are still afraid to go out, you know? Yeah. And I kind of feel like, I mean, I, I was getting a little antsy and I don't know. I can't. I, I, just, I can't let this shit be like Stockholm Syndrome, dog. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get, yeah. Get over it. You know, and it, I just got to be, you still got to stay vigilant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just got to go. If you're going to go out, you just got to be, come on, man. Like, make sure you fucking, you're not touching anything. And if you do, you fucking, I carry my fucking hand sanitizer with me at all times. You know, I still go double masked. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, in my head, I think I'm safe, but you never know. But either way, it's just, I felt like I just kind of got to get back out there. And I know that I'm not going to go. I think the first show I'm going to is the Deftone show. Yeah. So it's like we still got a ways a ways before mm-hmm. that. What's that? that? It's in August? September, I think. September, yeah. Yeah, I think. And so like I got a ways away. I've already bought like three tickets for shows because like everybody's announcing tours. Like and so I bought a show for the Troubadour in December. That's a ways away. I bought a show for something else, two other shows, but it's just kinda like people are announcing concerts and yeah, it's it's. I'm scared, but you know, I kind of gotta like, like I said, I can't let this this shit be like Stockholm syndrome, and I'm like, well, I'm never gonna come out. I'm never gonna come out of my fucking my house. Like, yeah, you just gotta be. I feel like you just gotta play it safe. I guess. Hmm. We gotta go to Vegas. I don't enjoy Vegas. You don't enjoy. Oh my god, I don't get that, man. Like, it's just weird. It's like very depressing to me. Really? Yeah, it's a very depressing city to me. I feel like people are just trapped there. 
but it's a vacation spot. Like, yeah, that's I, like, I don't mean the people that vacation there. I mean the people that work there. Oh, the people that work there. Yeah, and they like she gets me depressed to like to see all this, these people have to deal with this debauchery like day in and day out, and just kind of. Like, I like it, man. Exciting. I don't know. I just know that like that's where you can get an well, easy job yeah, out the strip. Like, the same people that work at Disneyland are not Spray Farm. It's just like they're just like. Those are two totally totally different people. Not Spray Farm and Disneyland people are two totally different people. Oh, not Spray Farm people compared to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, Disneyland people are annoying. Yeah, <laughs> Disneyland people like love Disneyland <laughs> yeah. and like want to work there. Not Spray Farm are just high school kids that are trying to get a summer job or whatever, like, and just want to get free passes to the park. Yeah, like, yeah, it's totally different. But, uh, yeah, it's gonna be weird when I go to my first show. But I'm like. I miss it. I miss it all. You know, I miss going to the movies. Like, I was so happy when I went to the Lambley, dude. I was like, I wanted to cry, dude. Like, before the movie started, it's just like, I'm back. <laughs> you just stand I'm up back. and start clapping. Well, I was the only one in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. So I go oh, in there, cool. you pick your own seats or whatever, and I'm like waiting for people to walk in, and nobody ever walked in. And so I'm just sitting there, and I'm like looking around, like, I'm here. Like, I'm here, people. <laughs> Where's, this other, where's this other person I can look to and be like, we're hey, like, make eye contact and be like, we made it, brother. Like, <laughs> we made it. <laughs> but it's like, man, like, this year's been fucking wild, and it, to that that was such a normal thing for me, yeah. going to movie theaters. So it's like it you're, went, get, you're it's getting back. a piece of yourself back. Yeah, it's like so so it was so rewarding. I was like, I honestly, when I left that theater, the Lammy, I was like, I felt like I was like skipping, like <laughs> so happy, <laughs> like yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Well, they, they hear that that condom sales are up thirty <laughs> percent. It's about to go down, they, my boy. They're calling it a hot hot vax summer. Yeah, People well, that's, that's, go that's that. I always see those memes too, like because like everybody's like before all this was like once we get this vax, dude, it's gonna be like the summer of the seventies, like the summer of love, like <laughs> we're gonna have all these COVID babies and this and that and. And and then now I'm starting to see all these memes, like I told you, of like people yeah. scared, like people are scared to go back out. It's like I want to go back out, but especially when you see all these things about people not wanting to take the vax, and so it's like, oh man, like we might, this shit might happen all over again. So it's kind of like. How how much can you trust? Like I was telling Ralph that at Staples Center, there or at Dodger Stadium, they're gonna do uh, vaccination like sections. Yeah, and that'll have more people, and you're gonna get a discount if you buy in those sections. Oh, okay. But who's to say that? Like, how do you prove that you've gotten the vaccine? Yeah, like, if it's just I know, a card. I know they've been working on a passport feature, like for our phones. Yeah, where you could upload your data and all this stuff, and then like you have it on your phone as a passport. Yeah, they could just scan it as a QR code. But um, other than that, man, I, I they say people are buying like those vaccination cards on, like on eBay and shit, you know. So that's the thing. It's like, how do you prove? So like, if you go to the Dodger Stadium, is it was it worth it to go sit in a sit in the section that's like people say they're all vaccinated? But how do you? Yeah. Know, you well, know? I, mean, it, I mean, you just know you're vaccinated, so. I know, but that doesn't. That's not to say that something you might not get it. You know. Yeah. Not, you're, you got like a what is it? What's the what is ninety eight percent? Something like that. Something like that. So you got 2%, dude. You got to yeah. roll the dice. I guess, but that's the thing. Do you? Is it worth it? You got to roll the dice it? for you that know, discount. It's like, ah, it's not worth it. I don't need to go that bad, you know? But yeah, it's just one of those things where people are hesitant. You know, we all have that fucking broken windows, broken window theory, Stockholm syndrome feeling. I don't know, man. I, th- I just feel people are just going to go out there and just, just. I think now, yeah. I think it's yeah. that's. Uh, I think uh, I want to say by Tra- the end of this month. is worse, worse oh, than ever. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, I know, God. dude. I know. I went to the brewery on the weekend. I mean, we went to when we went to San Diego. Yeah, it was. We went. We yeah. left on Saturday morning, and if we would have went the usually way we went, it would have took us three hours. Yeah, no, it was an extra hour that way. Oh my god! So it's like, 
what is going on? That's just everybody heading. Well, because a lot of people from California, like that's like the, the go-to spot, San Diego. Especially right now because springtime and they have those yeah. poppy fields or those like flower fields or whatever. Mm-hmm. You ever been there? No, nah, I've never been there. I've been there as there. a kid. Yeah? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's by, uh, it's not too far where we were at Culver. It's like not too far from here. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, it's, it's just huge, like a huge field full of flowers. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. And there's like an Anderson split pea soup place there. Oh, like the one in uh, the big windmill or whatever. The one in Fresno. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it's just hesitant. But I was happy to go. It was a good experience. Uh, like I said, I'll be back there tomorrow. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so uh, what you see this week? Uh, I saw a couple things. Uh, like I said, I saw Together Together, and I saw Street Gang. Street Gang, I highly recommend. Like I said, it's a documentary about Sesame Street. Really good. Together Together, I enjoyed. I liked, but I don't think people will like. I don't. I don't think. I, like I'm it. really. I I have like high hopes for that movie. Yeah. Um. It to me it reminds me of that one movie. Uh. Jeff who lives at home and um, that one movie with the broken lizard dudes were oh yeah the baby makers the baby makers yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it's not it's more of a sweet movie than it is like a comedy yeah so uh, yeah I just is it like Jeff who lives at home kind of or no oh uh, yeah I would say it's similar is it like to that. that indie indie style or yeah is, yeah for oh, sure it for is sure, okay for sure, for sure. Um, the big thing about that movie is obviously that. Uh, Patty Harrison, uh, she's trans, and so that's like a, a trans. She's like a one of the first like starring roles, I guess. The one that plays the the girl that's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's a funny comedian. If you know who Patty Harrison is, she comes out in like Search Party, uh, Shrill. She comes out a lot. Of, she's like a super famous comedian. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, she's uh, really good in it. Julio too. There's a lot of uh comedians that show up in that. Oh, okay, film. cool. So Tig shows up. Uh, Julio Torres. How uh, is Tig as an actress? Cause I, don't I like really, Tig. I think she's funny. I don't, I don't like her comedy that much. She comes out in another movie. Uh, I like. So the thing with Tig is like, Tig is Tig like it, yeah. Tig Notaro is like mythical because uh, Tig was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. I don't know. I know she was diagnosed with cancer and she had a double mastectomy. But she's legendary in comedy circles because there was like this legendary show she did where she like. She like revealed all that in a set, and like nobody ever filmed it. But it's like one of the set. It's like one of the most revered set in comedy, like sets in comedy, and like people wrote like all these articles about it, and like people were in tears after they left the show because it was like, it was, it was like, like really real, real real. And so she's legendary for that. Uh, she's got a real good show on YouTube. She used to have where she's not. She she says she's not into. It's just I think it's a gimmick. But she's uh she's she doesn't know anything about like. Uh, stars or like doesn't watch TV or whatever. Oh, okay. So pop, she ha- she's not too big she, into pop culture. Yeah. So she has she has stars on and she has to guess like who they are. What like if they're an athlete or whatever. And it's like it's it's funny. It's like guess that what was that show? Uh, guess a tune back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like that. They give her clues and stuff, and she's like sitting there. She's like, "Are you an actor?" Or <laughs> and she play, she's deadpan. You know, Tig's deadpan. That's like her style of comedy. Um, but she's good. She comes out. She's I've seen her in multiple movies, and I think she's good. And uh, she replaced Chris D'Elia in Army of the Dead. Yeah, that's right, right. That's so right, she'll that's be right. like next in two weeks from now or whatever. Yeah, it comes yeah, out, yeah. yeah. But uh, she's just like, she kind of does. Marin's gotten much better as an actor, but she's kind of like Moscovy, and she like does a thing. Yeah, and that's what they get her for. Oh, okay. So in the movie, she does that, and I've Boring. seen her play therapist a <laughs> lot of times, and so that's like her thing. She's like, "Well, do you feel like that?" And you know, she's kind of being like 
passive aggressive yeah. in that type of comedy. Mm-hmm. So she's like that. But Julio Torres comes out. There's a I think a couple other comedians who come out of it. But I would say uh set your expectations not too high. Oh, okay. Um Hey, did you ever see that one movie with with uh, Ed Helms? He was it was like a a movie about the the company that goes to like a seminar. Uh yeah, with Demi Moore? I don't know. Or Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids. Cedar one. Rapids is the one where he like everything falls apart for him at the end. Yeah, that's a good movie, yeah. man. That's a really good movie. That's like, so, I would say if you've never seen Ed Helms be like a, an actor, go watch Cedar Rapids. That's so good, man. That's a really good. He goes for, he's trying to win like an award for like an insurance company or some yeah, yeah. shit like that. It's like a seminar or, or like, oh no, it's a doesn't work show, right? Yeah. And then he meets one of the home. I forgot who, it's like somebody, some famous black actor. It's like character actor. It's like his buddy. And like, he just has like he lets like all his inhibitions go this yeah. one and it like all backfires on him and you think it's gonna be like a very funny movie but it turns into a black comedy because like everything kind of at the end just yeah, everything like everything goes to like level eleven yeah but like it, net, it when it gets resolved it's like bad it's not like <laughs> good um, but yeah that movie's really good but there's another one he did not too long ago with Demi Moore where they go out on like a, a work bonding trip oh okay in yeah. the woods and yeah. then people start dying. That one wasn't that good. It's not that good. No, I, I didn't like that one either. But yeah, if you've never seen Cedar Rapids, watch Cedar Rapids. Yeah, it's good. Um, what else did I watch? Mortal Kombat. Um, if you've never seen the first one, yeah, you talked about it last week, I think, a little bit. But oh, okay, yeah, but we, we, we were like, we were, I was just telling you not to say nothing because you were. I think I think you were like trying to like name all the characters, and I was like, don't spoil it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll just say this: uh, if you've seen the, if you want, if you're a fan of the 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 game. Uh, I think you would enjoy this. Um, if you're going into it blind and you've never seen a Mortal Kombat or never played the video game, it's probably gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I feel like I wasted my time because it's just so like. I mean, the game is out there. The game is out there, but like the charm of the movie is that it's so campy and so out there that yeah. it like makes it, you know, because like all practical effects and you're just kind of like. Um, so I saw the first five minutes, like the first scene. Is it pretty much comparable to that whole movie? That's like when there's snow, right? When yeah. Sub Zero's out there. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just way more violent. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That was cool. I like it takes it. itself way too seriously. That's what I didn't like about oh, it. Oh, okay. It's like your Mortal Kombat. Like it's called Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, <laughs> lean into it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like they're doing fatalities, but it takes itself way too seriously. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's like most HBO Max movies, uh, excluding Judas and the Black Messiah. It's just kind of like put it on, watch it, whatever. You know what I mean? Like uh, Juice and Black Messiah, obviously, highly recommend if you've never seen it. Watch yeah. it. But all the other HBO Max movies have kind of been like that, like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that was cool, but it's I wouldn't have like paid for it. Correct. Like, yeah, or what was were a couple other ones? Oh, well, the Godzilla. That King was Con- good. I like. It was that. okay. I yeah, like I, I, it was the best Godzilla movie I've seen in a while. Me too. But it's just kind of like I I don't know if I'm gonna rewatch it. Uh huh. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like eh. But uh, saw that. I saw uh the movie we'll talk about later. I saw Golden Arm. Golden Arm um, came out this past week on VOD. Uh, it was in my like most anticipated movies podcast we oh, did. Okay, yeah. It's a, basically like a over the top, but for women. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. It was about, yeah. like uh, arm wrestling yeah, and it had like, a bunch of comedians. Was it good? Nah, it kind of let me down. It's good because I like all the people involved in it, but uh-huh. man, it's like. It, like technically it's it's kind of bad like there's a couple shots where people are in the background and they're not supposed to be in the background oh okay it's just like and it like i thought like okay it was just one shot and then it goes back and it's like oh so this is the only coverage they have of that shot so they have to use it <laughs> oh, okay it's like bad like stuff like that like, it did look a little like it's low budget yeah it did look you know, low budget 
Um, but it, I li- it looked like it had a, some charm to it. It does. It does. It, it does? definitely does. Okay. Like I like all those people in it. I would. I Ron Funches comes out. Yeah, Betsy Sadaro, uh, a mood Who's Baracha. That? Who's that main girl? The one that they they try to talk into doing the competition. Uh, she's another one that's like Patty uh, Harrison. I forgot what her name is, but she comes out in the Roy Scoville show. She's in Wild Horses. I don't know if you know who Wild Horses. That's like Lauren Lapkiss's like sketch group. That oh, okay. used to play at the Largo. And, yeah, because uh, she looks familiar, but I got to Yeah, she I, comes out on a lot oh, of okay, stuff. Cool. Uh, she's basically like Isla Fisher from. She plays that character a lot, like Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher from Wedding Crashers, where oh, like, yeah, if yeah. you run, I'll find you. Like yeah. the girl that's obsessed. That's uh-huh. how her character. You ever see that one movie with. It was. Uh, I want to say David Spade. And it was. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The the one where he, he, he thinks he's talking to one chick and then she shows up. Yeah. Lauren Lapkus shows up because he's been texting the wrong girl in Dude, the trip to Hawaii. So it's really good. Yeah. It's I really like the movie one. a lot. Uh, people really like Lauren Lapkus in it because like, a lot of people didn't know who she was. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're not a comedy fan. That's like fan. her character, too. Like, she plays that really well. Yeah. She's got really good podcasts, too, lately. Over the pandemic, she's had like really good podcast content come out if you're a fan. Uh, she did one with Nicole Byer where they've never seen like Lord of the Rings <laughs> and they watched all of it. But it's like so funny when people are like, what the fuck are people so happy about? And I think she's doing the Star Wars now. Oh, okay. Uh, for a while, she had... Uh, with John Gaber, she had a podcast where it was like they were talking about their childhood, like TV shows and stuff from their childhood. And it's pretty cool just like to hear other people oh, talk cool. about stuff like that. But she's had a couple of good podcasts. Uh, she has that one with Paul Tompkins. It's like they do characters. Paul F. Tompkins, they do like Is characters. it like sketch or like? Or not yeah, sketch, yeah. It's but like, like it, it got birth. Yeah, it got birthed out of like improv for humans. Oh, okay. But it's just her and Paul F. Tompkins and. Yeah, I mean, she's got really good podcast podcast content over the. Uh, the pandemic um but i saw those and then i also saw oh uh golden arm yeah uh i don't know if i would recommend it to people if you see the trailer and you like any of those people i would say watch it it doesn't i don't feel like you're wasting your money on it to support a like little indie movie like that but it has its problems uh i saw hysterical the uh, fx documentary about uh women comedians uh andrea givens directed it and uh, it's yeah, it's basically about all the current comedians and like old comedians like Judy Gold and Lisa Lampanelli and like Wanda Sykes, Sherry Shepard. But it also talks to like Isla uh, Isla Schlesinger and uh, what's the other girl? Oh, man, what's her name? She has a radio show on Sirius. Was it good? I don't know. I saw it's it's, a, for it's that good. It's good. Look. I think you would like it because yeah. you're a comedy fan. It's uh-huh. good. It's good. Um, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's heartbreaking. They get into shit that they, you know, like some of these women have been like abused on the road and stuff like that. Oh, that sucks. And it's like uh, pretty heartbreaking, you know. Uh, comedy is like a male-driven thing, you know. Uh-huh. And so it sucks to be like that good of a comedian. You have to be that much better, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it kind of sucks. But yeah, it just it's cool. It's cool. Like that's a side of comedy you don't ever really see. And I thought it was really well made. I was impressed by how well it made it was. Um, I saw that, and then uh, what else did I see? What else did I see? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, we're all going to the World's Fair. So I saw that. So this is a movie that I had been wanting to see. I didn't get a chance to see. Uh, I think it was Sundance. Uh, last year I saw like The Sound of Metal and something else, and I had already oh The Sound of Metal, Wild Indian, and something else. But I had bought three movies and it was like $25 a ticket. And I was like, fuck, I already spent like 75 bucks. I don't know if I want to spend a hundred bucks. And I kind of fucked up because after the fact people were like, Oh, it's like uh, probably one of the best horror movies of the year. Oh yeah. And I was like, all right, well they, uh, the Lincoln film center 
the same people that did that Nomadland fucked up shit uh, announced that they were screening. Uh, they were doing like a spotlight festival and they were doing like all these filmmakers, like 10, 12, 10 or 12. And that was one of them. A lot of like film people on Twitter were like, if you haven't seen it, they're doing a chance. You watch it. It was like 15 bucks. Okay. So I watched it. And uh, let me say that movie's going to stay with me for a long time. What's it called? <laughs> uh, it's called We're All Going to the World's Fair. Okay. I mean, when's when can I watch it? I don't know. It hasn't got distribution, so I don't know when it's coming out. Okay. Uh, I will just say this. If you've ever seen Hard Candy, uh, it's going down that road, my boy. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll pass. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, it's not... It's like... It's real... It's Let's just say it's real, real world horror. It's not uh, like horror movie horror. Okay. The premise of the movie is that uh, this girl's doing like a World's Fair challenge. You don't ever... They don't ever really explain what it is, but it's this challenge that people are doing on the internet. Like a Tide Pod challenge? Yeah, what was that one challenge where they it was that girl was like a deformed everybody's like, Oh, when you do that challenge, that like deformed girl shows up. Oh, it's just like a horror challenge. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. And they found out that it was like fake. Yeah. You know? But like like Slenderman. Yeah, those like, are creepy, dude. So like yeah, so you don't ever know, but it's just you're supposed to say I want to go to the world's fair like three times into the TV, into the into your screen, record it, and then like watch the short video. And then like uh essentially you're supposed to like like you're supposed to like stuff starts stuff is supposed to start happening in your body. Oh, okay. And so like throughout the whole movie, you just see like different videos of like people uploading to YouTube oh, and like her experience. Okay. But it goes down like a gnarly path, and then like the third act is just like I was not expecting this. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, I don't want to get any more into it. Uh, you recommend it though, like when it comes out. I would recommend it for people who are into. I don't know. I don't know if I would recommend it because okay. I, I was going to say I would recommend it for people that are into horror, but because a different type. It's if a different it, type of horror. Candy, yeah, definitely a different type. Yeah, of horror and hard candy, candy, I would say, is like the super hyper, hyper, uh, like hyperized version of what I'm talking about. Because hard candy, it like, if you've ever seen hard candy, hard candy is essentially about. It's like Ellen Page's first like starring role, and it's her and is it Josh? Josh Wilson? I don't know the guy's name. Or is it Josh Lucas? It's one of those guys. But uh, it's basically Ellen Page plays a girl and she's like being uh, courted by this guy online who she thinks is like a person her age who shows up to a house and it turns out to be Josh Wilson. Yeah. And then he's like a creep. He's like a pedophile. Yeah. And the movie basically turns on and its head. And silliness ensues. Yeah, yeah. So the, the movie basically <laughs> turns on its head because once you hit the second act you think that oh my god ellen page is like gonna get like molested or touched or whatever something crazy happens yeah yeah she's just like you think that's what's gonna happen and then you realize she's uh no like no, a, no spoilers oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah you just realize the tables get turned yeah, essentially and yeah but that's like super gnarly version of what the world's we're all going okay. to affairs so if i what i'm talking about that essentially <laughs> turns out to be uh one of the themes of the movie okay and so yeah i don't know if you're that's into cool that man shit. yeah but it was um, like i said uh i don't know if i said it at the beginning but uh i was talking to ralph about it and this is a movie that's I think about it a lot because it kind of creeped me out. It's just like, whoa, this is a little too real. What type of movies do, man? Like, cause it's like, it's too real. Yeah, it's too real. Uh, yeah, cause that shit happens in real life. So yeah, I uh, saw that, um, and then I saw it's not a movie, but I I was watching. Uh, I'm really into uh, the Mayor of Easttown, which is the new Kate Winslet show on HBO. Ah oh, man, I like really like enjoy shows like that. It's just like a a, a little it's like small town noir show. Oh, okay. So essentially this girl, they find this girl body, girl's body at the beginning 
and like the town is so small that everybody's kind of connected to this girl. Is is that kind of like a not as weird Twin Peaks? Yeah, yeah, because that's Laura Palmer, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. But it's like she's like making choices, and they all live in Philadelphia, so they all talk like water. Give me the water over here. Kind I'm of things. walking here. <laughs> not again. <laughs> but it's uh, very funny. Like it's not. I mean, it's it's very. It, it's she's making choices, and I I enjoy when people like swing for the fences. I like those type of shows. I think you can't go wrong with it. I haven't heard anybody say it's a bad show, but it's only three episodes in, and it's cool. Like. It's like a lot of HBO shows, like the Night of and stuff. Like, yeah, I enjoy those those type of shows. So I'm like really into it. Like I find myself like really wanting to watch it on Sunday nights when it comes. Oh, okay, out, so. HBO is good, man. Like I like yeah. their, their content. And I, I I really enjoy Kate Winslet in that role. I've never seen her. She plays like a, so she plays a a kid who's grown up in that town her whole life, and she was like a basketball superstar. So she like knows everybody in that town, like so she polices everything different, you know, because oh, okay. she knows everybody. It's like I'm not gonna take you to jail, but you fucking fucked up, kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it's just cool. It's What's like, that called again? Uh, the mayor of East Town. Mayor of East Town. Okay. Mayor M A R E Mayor. Okay. Um, of East Town, but it's good. Yeah, a lot of uh, famous character actor Roy from Office comes out in oh, okay. it, and a lot of famous character actors come out in it. Um, but yeah, I, I just enjoy those shows. I haven't seen a show like that in a while, where it's like. Uh, really well made and really well shot. Oh, it's made by Craig Zobel, the guy they made Compliance. Oh, okay. and uh, Z is for Zachariah and something else. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you've ever seen Compliance, it's like one oh, of the I fucking earliest movies. Uh, you'll that's ever so see. That's crazy, dude. Now that that makes a big difference. Yeah, and so that's it. He's he directed all six episodes. Okay, damn, that's awesome. Yeah, and so it's good. It's really good. It's like a really is self -contained. it done now or is it? No, it's barely. Th they release it weekly, and it's barely on its third episode. Okay, cool. I give me time because I got I, some, I, shit to some catch of the episodes on. are longer than an hour though, like okay. hour fifteen. Oh. But yeah, they're good. They've so, like little movies. Yeah, I like want to see what's going on. You know, okay. you want to know. But, cool, yeah. that's awesome. Saw those. Uh, yeah, uh, the movie we'll talk about that we both saw. But other than that, I wrote down Sweet Tooth, which is the Jeff. They just uh, put out a trailer for it. Oh, okay. I had no idea they were making it. What is it? That's also like I didn't know about Jupiter's Legacy that they were making it, but I'm like, it's kind of behind on comic stuff. Jupiter's Legacy is coming out either this week or next week on Friday, and that's a Mark Miller comic. The guy that wrote Kick Ass, uh, he's kind of like Robert Kirkman in the in the comic book world. Like he has like a whole his own universe, and that's like one of the movies. It's about like aged superheroes that have to like come back, and I think oh, Josh okay. Dumel or one of those guys. It looks like Josh Dumel is in it. Live action? Um, yeah, it's live action. It's a, uh, gonna be a uh, like live action show. I, I like Josh Tamal, dude. I'm a fan of his. Like... And they play like old retired uh, uh, superheroes that have to like come back because like I could totally see him in that role because he's like he's like that handsome dude, but like older, like the gray hair. You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? like... He's like wearing a wig and shit in the in the in the show. Um, that's crazy. But it's like goes back and forth for flashbacks when they were younger, like superheroes, and then this and like that's so uh, that's coming out and that looks good. But also, Sweet Tooth is a Jeff Lemire comic. Um, did he write East of Eden? But he's like a kind of indie comic scribe. Writes a lot for Image, uh, 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 illustrator, and oh, okay. uh, he has this really famous comic called Sweet Tooth that they made. I had no idea that they were making a Netflix is the, show. Is that the detective that would eat something? No, it's Chew. Oh, that's okay. a really good one. They were gonna make that for a long time on Showtime, but it never happened. Uh, but uh, that's the one where the detective would eat like 
he would go to like the murder scene and eat whatever they ate last or whatever. Yeah. And then through that, he could like figure out how far back. Yeah. That's a crazy comic. But uh, no, Sweet Tooth is about a girl. Uh, it's about like the world starts ending essentially. And like uh, these kids start being born that are like half animal, half human. And uh, yeah, it's just like a very interesting show, uh, apocalyptic show. And what's his name comes out in it from uh, Last Man on Earth. What's his name? Uh, the funny guy? MacGruber. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know what you're talking about. He co- he plays a major character in in the thing, but I just had no idea they were making it, and I saw the trailer and I was like blown away. I was like, "Holy shit! This is a Netflix show!" Like, oh okay, yeah. So that trailer came out this past week, and I'm like super stoked to see Th- that. That comes out with this month? No, that comes out a while. Jupiter's Legacy is the other one I'm talking about. It comes out oh, okay. either this week or next week. It's either the seventh or the fourteenth. Oh okay, one of those. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that's basically all I saw. So uh, I saw. Um, the show called Southside. You know what? I'll, I'll get to that right now, okay? But I've been playing Resident Evil 7 because, yeah. like, Resident Evil 8 is coming out this week. Dude, I'm, like, terrified the shit out of me, right? Which is so weird because, like, as a young kid, I love... Didn't you play Resident Evil 7? No, I'm barely playing it for the first time. Because I remember us playing a Resident Evil that was game. Resident Evil 2, but the remake. No, I remember playing a Resident Evil game that you said it was, like, Texas Chainsaw. Okay, yeah. It was VR, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what happened was like it came out like four years ago, and I bought it on PlayStation Four, and I had the VR. I it, I couldn't do it, dude. Yeah, I know, but I remember trying to come over to play it. I remember getting so scared. Yeah, dude, it's so fucking. <laughs> okay, so what the, is that game? Yeah, it's the same game. Okay. Okay, but like I was playing it on VR, and like I couldn't do it. I just like I was had anxiety. I just that's like when I first. I just remember that's the one where like you run down the hallway, and then the guy comes out after you oh, with the chainsaw. Yeah, dude. And I keep getting scared. I was like, I don't want to play this game no more. Yeah, so, like, the VR is fucking terrifying. And, like, at that time, I had just started getting, like, my anxiety. And, like, I was like, I can't do it. Fuck this. I'm not, you know. So then I just, like, stopped playing the game. So now part eight, part eight is coming out. And I, okay, I'm going to go. I'm gonna what, get, makes you, what makes you think you can play part eight? Okay, so. <laughs> so, but now I'm not playing the VR. I'm just playing it on Xbox now. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, so I started it. And, dude, it's like. Fucking, it's really, really awesome. Like, I did not, like, I love Resident Evil games. I play yeah. them all, right? Yeah. This is definitely my favorite. And, like, it's Evil Dead meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. And there's, like, references. Like, there's a scene where, like, or, like, a, a, a battle you're doing with the, one of the boss fights. Uh-huh. Where the guy gets his crazy chainsaw, and then you get a chainsaw. And he's, like, <laughs> he says groovy. You really get it? I'm just, like, oh, right. We're, <laughs> evil Dead. We're, we're leaning into it, you know? <laughs> and like there's like they're like possessed like they're they're possessed but they're not but like and it's straight up like he gets, he gets his hand chopped off your main character gets his hand chopped off yeah. in the beginning and like you're walking around and you're just fucking blood's gushing from your hand and then it's just crazy it's like evil dead like, yeah you know like the first two hours is evil dead and then it kicks into like texas chainsaw yeah you're with this crazy family hillbillies like he'll have eyes, you know. Nah, that don't, I don't fuck with that, dude. It's it's crazy. So then, like, I would play like two hours, and the first night I had all the lights off, and I'm like, all right, am I yeah. my fucking surround sound? And like, I couldn't do it the next day, dude. That's <laughs> not Do you have any on. dreams? Bad dreams, dude. Okay, so this is, <laughs> so the game is pretty much based like in a house. Yeah. And like your your wife goes missing, and you and you like, she sends you a message, and you go look for her. I'm listening. And um, so you, she show up to this house, and. <laughs> The house is like all fucked up, and then like the very beginning, you find a, a a cassette tape, okay, VHS, and you put it on, and then now you're in the VHS tape, 
and it's a VHS tape of like like uh, Ghost Hunters, and they're doing a special on the house that you're in currently, and like you're playing like the camera guy, so you're like walking through the house and it's like all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's <laughs> like got scary right now, dude. I know. Uh, I just like, thought of Hell House right now. That movie freaked me out. The last, uh, uh, <laughs> that's the last good horror movie I saw. That should freak me out. And um, one of the guys goes missing, and then like you go down this, the fireplace opens up, and you go down the sink, and he's fucking blur witching in the corner. Oh hell, then, like, my boy! Yeah, and then he turns around, and this guy comes and fucks him up, and then now you're like, oh, now I know the fucking fireplace opens up, and now you got to go down there. Oh so it's just, hell, like, fucked up like no. that, you know? So hell it's I've no. been playing that, and it's fucking awesome. But I, how much more do you have? Do you know? It's only a. It, they said it's only six to eight hours, the whole game. Yeah. So I'm like five hours in, so I'm going to beat it like the next time I play. Well, the resolution on those games is never good, right? You never feel like good. It's just like, yeah, the world's ending. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not a happy, happy ending. Well, see, the reason why I'm playing it is because part eight is the continuation of part seven. I didn't look at the trailer because you sent it to us. Yeah. But I didn't watch it. I'm scared. It's fucked, dude. <laughs> and like, I can't, I was telling my wife, like, I can't imagine playing that as a kid. Like they're fucking like they're raping chicks and really yeah and like it's like they're they're Texas Chainsaw Massacre family oh, so yeah. it's like they're cutting off like like they're they're trying to feed you like intestines. The they're new just, one's the one where like something's following you, right? There's like a presence. Yeah, that's so that's like the mecha- the game mechanic. See, I get scared because like I just think of Wreck. Like that, the first thing that popped in my head is like oh, the yeah. old la- the lady from Wreck at the top. When you get to the top, you know the lady. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I feel like that kind of person's like following you. So like this is like a crazy family, and there's a the grandma. And she doesn't say nothing, but like you're like you'll you'll like walk around the house and she's just fucking there in her in her rocking chair and you can't she just can't talk and you're just like why the, like why is she there? You oh, know that's what I mean? creepy, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. So I, I've been playing that. And that's then scary. I, I saw this show called Southside. And, oh yeah, uh, it's a great show. And it's on HBO Max, and I guess it's like a, a Comedy Central show. It was a Comedy Central show. Yeah, I guess it didn't get picked up. But, dude, it's so funny. and like, it's, it's hilarious. It's like... If you've never seen Southside, I highly recommend it. It's a show that not a lot of people have seen. It's a basically about the Southside of Chicago. Like, that's, yeah. uh, that's all I can explain. Like, there's not... Like, there is... It, like, you could say there's a group of characters, but you just follow so many different segments of the Southside of Chicago. You follow police officers. You follow guys that work at a furniture store. It's not even a... Fr- it's a rent-to-own store. Oh, rent-to-own furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. And, like... What sold me, dude, is like the very first episode is like, there's like a news report. It starts off with a news report, and then some shit's going down, and then these these guys graduate, and they they just take over the news report, and they're like, oh, I graduated, and then the next scene is them like in like a a restaurant, like a, I don't know, it's like some type of restaurant. yeah, they're community college grads. Yeah, and, yeah, for community college, and then like they're all toasting to this one guy, and the cop shows up. He's like, hey, we're, we're here to arrest you. He's like, why? Like you didn't pay your child support, and he's just like, "What? That's weird." And he just gets up and runs. <laughs> I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> and then, like the show is kind of it's like too about, real, bro. Yeah, the show's kind of about him, so it's funny. Like they're just they get into like these hijinks, you know, and like this. this I sort- like whenever they do the uh, like t- they do the fake news. Like they have a fake. They're doing like a Channel Seven news, and it's yeah. like fake, and it's like the most over the top shit you'll ever see. It's like Boondock stuff. You're just yeah, like, wait, dude. what? Like, and like it was like a one of the the cops in the show buys an apartment complex. Yeah, and then like the one there's one tenant that doesn't pay rent, and she's like a uh, she was like an activist back in the day. Like <laughs> she's fucking she's trying to like get her out because she doesn't pay, and then like they start protesting in the front of the apartment. And then like like these people like she's trying to rent it out like okay I'll I'll rent out like for a higher cost to the other apartment, and these white people show up and they're like 
they started saying their gentrification, their gentrification, you know, and all this yeah. stuff. Dude, it's so funny. Uh, Little Rel comes out in the show. Yeah, and this is before Get Out. The show was made before Get Out, so like, oh, okay, this is kind of like uh, it's for st- yeah. He doesn't have a big role. Yeah, it's like a stepping stone to essentially where he's at now. I mean, he's huge. Uh, but yeah, it's just a show that like. Uh, I know a lot of like comedians that I like are always talking about it the same uh-huh. way they, like I told you they're always talking about Detroiters. They're like two shows that were on Comedy Central since they're on Comedy Central. There's also another show about those two ad guys and it's like a black comedy that also came out. Uh, oh, okay. Not black comedy cuz Southside is black. It's a lot yeah. it's all black characters. But uh a black comedy in the sense that like it's like morbid like Oh, there's also another show that came from Comedy Central that just came out on HBO Max. Where it's about these two siblings that have a younger brother that's like a Justin oh, Bieber. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called, uh, I don't know if that was on Comedy Central. Was that on Comedy yeah. Central? Uh, the Other Two or some yeah, shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another one that people are always talking it about. It looks really good. It looks like. like uh, Yeah, essentially their little brother's like Justin Bieber and they're just like the two shits, pieces of shit. <laughs> that's their, the that's their brother. The mom doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like Justin, they're the younger kids like paying the bills and that's stuff. That's what's his name. Uh, that's a famous comedian that plays his brother. Uh, damn it! What's his name, uh, a, dude? It, that looks like a really, really good show too. It's crazy that like I didn't even know Comedy Central was. So coming the problem up. that a lot of people get mad about it is because in order to watch Comedy Central shows online, you have to have a cable account. Yeah, that's uh, I never like. It's that. like uh, when you when ESPN always tells people, "Oh, you can watch the game online for free." It's like no, or like you can watch it on the app. It's like you have to have a cable sign provider. In, sign in with your Cox Correct. account or yes. your Spectrum or whatever. And so yeah. people get mad. They're like, "What are you talking about? You can't watch it for free." Or like Comedy Central, they'll they'll juke you. They'll be like, "Okay, you're gonna only get 24 hours free." Yeah. And so it's whatever you can watch in that 24 hour window they give you. And after that, you have to enter in and, and either the Comedy Central service. Dude, like or, how, how good these shows look from Comedy Central. No, not like like, physically, like how good they look, but I'm just saying like how good they. Drew look. Tarver, that's the comedian. Oh, okay. That's he's in the other. It's called the other two. Yeah. Yeah, the other two. Yeah, that looks good, man. Like I, I'm glad all these came to HBO Max, and I'm like. But that has a lot of stars in it. That show, the other two. Yeah, I'm like excited to watch these. Yeah. Molly Shannon, Richard Kind, Ken Marino, Wanda Sykes. Yeah. So Beck Bennett. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, uh, Southsiders is like a, a show that Southside. I'm sorry, Southside. Southside is like a show that nobody ever ever seen. Yeah, Highly funny. recommend it. It's yeah. funny. And then I saw the Mitchells versus the Machines. Yeah, I saw that. Too. You saw that too, huh? Correct. Okay, so w- what was your thought on it? Like, what- uh, I really enjoyed it. I I like the I like the f- uh, Phil Phil Lord and uh, what's his name? Phil Lord and something Miller. And Chris Chris Miller, Chris Miller, yeah. Uh, Phil Lord Algae, that's I think I say it. Phil Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys that made the Lego movies, Twenty One uh-huh. Jump Street. They produced this movie. They've been talking about it for a while that they it was supposed to come out a while ago, um, but they didn't feel like it was ready. So basically, it's been like they've been tinkering with it for a long time. Uh, <laughs> I almost feel like a, a like baby like a. A month before its release. Oh, really? So Phil Miller is a huge Clipper fan, uh-huh. and he's one of the one of the few Clipper Clipper fans that's like kind of no, like notarized, like um, uh, not notarized uh, with notoriety. I'm sorry. Okay. So he's like famous. You yeah. Know what I mean, he's like Billy Crystal, James Brooks. Like those are a few Clipper fans. Um, and so he was. He's been like talking about it for the longest time, and like. Uh, how they've been working on it and this and that. And he's been like, uh, he's been releasing Easter eggs. Oh, okay. Like there's Big Hero 6 Easter eggs in the movie. Uh, but only, you would only know that if you see like this, this the frames he's released. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it was really good. It got me hooked. Like, uh, 
that character is like, it's like right up my alley. Why wouldn't I like the main character, uh, the girl? Obviously, uh-huh. um, she's like a film fanatic. Her like Mount Rushmore has Hal Ashby. You're like, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for all that. <laughs> yeah. Like it is what it is. Um, but it started off with the Los Campesinos song, and I was like, this is it. It's over. Like you, you what you can do whatever you want. You can, this movie could be horrible. But just the fact that they played a Los Campesinos song as an intro. Uh, I was like hooked. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it a lot. It's it's my favorite movie of the, of the year so far. I could I could see why people would say that, and I would not be like mm-hmm. I would not be upset with people saying that. And um, it's got a very unique uh, uh, draw animation style. Yeah, it's, it's cool. like really really it's good. Really cool. And um, yeah, I love the relationship of the family, the the daughter and the dad. Like that was really cool. And like I, the writing is really good. And then the guys, the the, the people that wrote it. Like right, one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows. Um, the fuck's it called? Um, it's a Nickelodeon show, like now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Gravity Falls. Oh, Gravity Falls. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so they write that. So that's the guy who made it. The guy they made Gravity Falls. Yeah, so it's He's like, a director. I love that that show, dude. And it's just yeah. like um, Twin Peaks for kids. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really is. But like, have you seen like? I've seen Gravity Falls. Yeah, it's uh-huh. so good, man. I like, love the grandpa. Yeah, the grandpa's, grandpa's sick, dude. And it's um. I could see it. I totally get that humor in this yeah. movie, you know? Yeah. And yeah, the animation is amazing. And um, I was watching, I, I saw this like podcast. I, I It's like, you know, the, the kind of funny guys that I follow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talking about it and like, they're a little bit older and stuff. And like, they were just kind of like, they didn't, it was, they said it's pretty much the, the Gen X, like this is their, for, like one of their like movies were, or Gen Z. Wait, what are we? We're, we're, we're millennials. And then what's below us? Gen Z. Okay, so it's like a Gen Z movie where like shit's popping off all the time and like you know what I mean? Okay. It's just like a very fast paced like yeah Twitter Instagram movie and that's like their take on it was. But like I didn't get that. Like I just I didn't I get feel, that at all. Yeah, I just feel like it's not like I could see how like it's they do like these these scenes where like they do a lot of write overs like draw over yeah, shit. Yeah, so that's the that's like the animation style that I was talking about. It's kind of like they layer. 2D and 3D animation. Yeah, and like over each other. So there's like it looks like there's like comic book drawing over a computer animated uh, background. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter was like so into it because it's like because of that. Like yeah. I think it was just everything is like the whole movie just takes off and it's like there's probably like a little bit like of a, a character building scene like 10, 15 minutes uh-huh, and then it uh-huh, just kicks uh-huh. off and yeah. the whole movie is just fast paced. Yeah, as soon as that the, as soon as that Los Campesinos song comes up and it says Mitchell's versus Machine, it doesn't really slow down. Yeah, it doesn't slow down and it's just like nonstop. And it's um yeah, so I think that's probably gonna appeal to like a lot of little kids because of yeah. that. But like I think like the family drama of it is like gonna appeal to a lot of like adults too. I mean it, like all good animation movies it appeals to it's made for kids but it appeals to adults. Yeah. Because like the nuance of like kids getting how like robots want to feel human emotion. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that like kids connect with that. But uh it's cool. Like uh I will say that it impressed me. Like I was it it over like it exceeded my expectations for sure. I uh-huh. did not expect it to be that good. Yeah, I I honestly like it as much as the uh, the, the Spider Man into the the Spider Verse. Yeah, me too. I, but I, I think I, the Spider Verse movie is way. But be- I think that's like a that's like that's another tier movie for me. That's like a, when you go back and you watch that, you're just like, whoa, this is pretty intense. See, like I I, I get that because it's like a comic book and it's like Spider Man, but like I feel like the family drama in this was more like. 
I don't know. It's just like, cliche. Like the the family drama. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Uh-huh. I just you've seen that movie before. So you do because like I don't know. Like the, I've never seen that Spider Man where it's like we're going into different realities and we're like we're 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 letting you in on the joke with the different realities. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I don't know. I just I, to me it's like I had never seen a fucking. I feel like that's an adult movie. This Spider Verse movie. I don't know, man. Because I because well, it starts off with a drunk Spider Man kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know but the I mean? thing it's is, like, like 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 this movie, right? Like. I guess because I have a daughter and I relate to the dad a little bit because, like, you work and, like, you come home and you just go. Bro, your daughter's, like, four years old, dude. Yeah, but it's it's, (laughs) it's still, like, it's, like, but then that there's parts of the movie that show the little kid, too, you know what I mean? Uh, No, no, no. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I totally get what you're saying. I totally totally agree with you. And, and like, what you're telling me, what I'm hearing, is that you like this better than the Spider-Verse movie. I think so. And that's fine. That's okay. I just, I was... I would put it up there. I would put it up there with uh-huh. that movie, but I didn't expect it to be that good. Like, because I'm not, I'm not arguing with you that it's yeah. a good movie. It's a great movie. Like, I think it's really good. It like exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, it really like. But I like, think, gets, like, I the... think that like, maybe because I don't watch kids movies, so when I saw Spider Verse or like when I watched the Lego movie, uh-huh. I'm like, whoa, this is this is this for kids? Like, this isn't for kids, bro. Like. This yeah. is too nuanced to be for kids. But uh I get why you would connect more to the Mitchells versus machines. But I uh yeah, yeah, I, I get why you connect with I think. It's, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think like like the roles of the family were like I feel like spot on. Like even like growing up as like like a brother or like a son, like the little brother, you know what I mean? Like like being an older kid to a in like a little kid like she just thought of her brother kind of like, I don't know, it's just like everything that was spot on the way that family like works. I get it. I totally get you it. You know? And I it's totally crazy it. to see that like in a kid's movie, you know? Yeah. yeah and like yeah. The, the way, like the dad obviously loves a daughter and he's just kind of like, he struggles You're a lot. You're so much of John Goodman. Yeah. But it's Danny McBride, but it's just like they, his, the way he looked reminded <laughs> me so much of John Goodman. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. it's funny. That's, that's true. But yeah, I know, man. It was just—I I love that movie. It was—it was really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I—I I haven't seen a good Netflix movie like that in a long time, and uh, I was totally surprised. It's like been hyped up, like I said, you know, because I like follow that guy, and he's a big Clipper fan, so he's been talking about it for a while. And like people, he—they've just been like, "This is our baby," you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like they're the Duplasses of animation kind of thing. Uh-huh. So like they produce a lot of shit, and uh, yeah, they've been saying this is their baby, and then like, and it was good. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, damn, this is really good. Yeah, and it sucks that I really I would have loved to see that like in, in like Adobe Cinema. Yeah, that would have been cool to see it in the theater. Yeah. That would have been cool to see it Because the it's like the action and like the sound. Like It was just like, yeah, it would have been awesome. Huge screen. Yeah, it was It was good. I mean, the references to uh, RoboCop. It was like Dog Cop. Like, <laughs> Dude, that fucking dog is so funny. <laughs> yeah, his eyes finally come together. <laughs> It was yeah, it was. I highly recommend it. Yes, I would highly recommend it on uh, Netflix. They so give it a I, chance. I, the thing is, I wish it was more. I feel like I don't know, you know, because we don't see people, we don't talk to people anymore. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know how good it is doing. I know that it's like been trending like number one in the world. Oh, good. For dude. like the past couple weeks. And uh, when I first started it, I was like an hour and fifty six minutes. Like what the? It fuck? doesn't like, feel like it. It, it was doesn't. that long. I thought it was shorter. Yeah, than no, that. it's an hour and like fifty six minutes. And I was like, that's a long time for a cartoon movie. That's good. But yeah, I was. I flew by. But I saw like in in two parts because like. Like we were like, okay, we're gonna watch it with the with with the with our kid, yeah. And then we just started it just to see. Like I wanted to see the animation, and we yeah. saw half of the movie. Yeah. Wait, wait, we gotta stop it. We'll watch the rest with you know with the kid, and then like yeah. we saw it again like the next day with with our daughter. But like, yeah, it was it was good. Recommend it. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, highly recommend that movie. Uh, did you see anything else? No, that's that's all I saw. Uh, did you want to talk about San Diego? Uh, we could save that for another episode. We're already like an hour. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good place to end this podcast. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode as always. Happy single de Mile. I mean, single de Mile is over now if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah. like, I hope you, I hope you had a, a I hope fun you had a good safe, single de Mile. Yeah, single de Mile. Uh, Mother's Day is this weekend. Shout out to all the mothers out there if there's any listening. Um, but yeah, I 7% think. of them are, are listening. <laughs> That's those are all, those are all robo. Those are all robots. <laughs> we have like a 10% like female, like audience. And I'm assuming like the, the ages are like our age. So I'm assuming. Like, so we have like 10 people listen to it. One of those is Melissa. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shout out Melissa. Uh, all right. Yeah. That sounds like a good place to end the podcast. You know what, what I'm really surprised at? Like our, a lot of, we have a lot of like foreign listeners. Those are all bots, bro. What do you mean bots? How They're bots, they? dude. So computers look through a podcast and they Yes, man, they're mining the data, my boy. They're <laughs> mining our data. All right, that's enough. Uh, that's enough for he's tonight. Take, he's he's taking the Alex Jones route right now. <laughs> oh, man. I don't gotta, fuck. I don't fuck with. The the, I don't. I don't fuck with those guys at all, my boys. End the podcast before it gets. He he releases too much info. I'm taking the, both pills, baby. Red and blue, baby. Fuck the Matrix. The purple pill, dude. <laughs> you don't want to take the purple pill. I need that blue chew. Where's that sponsorship at, oh, boy? Blue chew, uh, all right, that's a good place to end this podcast. Uh, love you guys. See you guys, and see you what I see. Hey, uh, the Ladies on the men, J. Jobin. Uh, hot vac summer. Let's do it, dude. You know the vibes. Later. Yeah.